guys. How's everybody doing? Good to see everyone. And um, let me <clears throat> let me pray. Father, I just thank you. I praise your holy name. I just pray that you would just uh, open up our hearts, log on and minds. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. So, um, so we're going to talk about um, intrusive thoughts. Um, Paul, once again, here is um, Second, Second Corinthians is a book where, um, is a letter where Paul is um, defending his ministry because these false teachers have already come into this church and are trying to take the uh, Corinthians hostage away from the gospel. He is uh, preached to them. Therefore, so Second Corinthians 4 verse 1. Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we receive mercy, we do not lose heart, but we have renounced the things hidden because of shame, not walking in craftiness or adulterating the word of God, but by the manifestation of truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. So essentially, Paul is saying right there, what you see is what you get we are um um there's nothing uh people wouldn't see paul and um say oh the, the, that guy that you saw in the church i saw him drunk or i saw him um doing something inconsistent with the gospel and then he's saying this he's saying and even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing because once again, they're attacking the gospel and is saying that this gospel, yeah, is veiled. You can't just go and grab the, uh, the gospel like you could T.S. Eliot, Ernest Hemingway or something like that. Those things, that they can be understood with senses, right? You can't just grab the gospel and understand that and even if our gospel is veiled it is veiled to those who are perishing in whose case the god of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so that they might not see the light of the gospel of the glory of christ who is the image of god why is that important i'm gonna set my focus there in who the God of this age. Who is it that sends intrusive thoughts? It is the enemy. It is the enemy that sends intrusive thoughts. This is why it's really important, right, to be in tune with God. Don't want to scare anybody. Now, just want to make everybody aware that you have an enemy, right? who has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so that they do not see, right, the glory that is in Christ. He says, and even if our gospel is veiled, even if our gospel, what is a veil? A veil is a cover, right? A veil is a cover. It is veiled to those who are perishing, 
in whose case the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving. How do you blind? With intrusive thoughts, attacking these thoughts. Someone that was just talking about that they had intrusive thoughts. In whose case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so that they may not see the light of the gospel, the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. That is true, that the enemy has blinded the minds of the unbelieving. That's so that they do not see that salvation is in Christ. But the enemy also blinds the minds of the believers so that they do not see that God is the Lord, not just of their salvation, they have passed that now, but of their walk on their way to heaven. That's what I want to talk about. We know, we all know, he's blinded the minds of the unbelieving, because when we were unbelievers, we know we were blinded. So we all know this. He has blinded their minds, but he also blinds the minds. Have you ever heard of somebody, probably all of us, who've been backslidden? Yes, because our minds have been blinded. Our minds are being blinded. What is the difference between when someone is on fire for the Lord and when someone is lukewarm, blind, intrusive thoughts, intrusive thoughts? What is the difference between you know, when you hear of a fire and then the fire service come out and they put out that fire? Water. They've doused it out, right? It's the same way with intrusive thoughts. The enemy sends these intrusive thoughts to your mind to put out that fire. Really, you don't need the Lord. You can be the Lord of your own life. Here's why I say this is because as soon as you start to get the thoughts of you don't need the Lord, you should be now pouring out the thoughts that are trying to pour out your fire for the Lord. You have to kick them out right away. He is trying to blind the mind. Look at Peter. Peter spoke for the Lord. Oh, you are the son, the son of the living God. And then when Jesus starts telling him about his passion, he's going to be going to Jerusalem and dying. What does Peter say? No, you won't do that. Why? Is because of the intrusive thoughts. The enemy came to him, Peter, Simon, Simon, Satan has desired to sift you as wheat. Satan has desired to break into your mind and bombard your mind with intrusive thoughts. Understand this, folks. The enemy is, has come to kill, steal, and destroy. One of the things he's come to kill, steal, this word, this word is going to come, try to kill and steal this word away. Kill the fire, 
steal the word and destroy your testimony for the Lord. That's what he's coming to do. And it will come in a very, 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 very uh, innocuous way. Innocuous is harmless kind of way, right? This is what he's going to try to do. Is what you have to do is worrying what you guys just start doing now is covering your mind with the word of God. Lord God, we're going to do some prayer points at the end of this, but you're going to be protecting your mind. He's going to try to come to confuse you. He's going to try to understand what I'm saying. Understand. He is behind you. His back has been broken, right? As long as we depend on Christ, as long as we depend on Christ, we are covered. You know, as kind of silly as it sounds, there are a lot of cops that don't depend on their Kevlar. Every police department now gets a bulletproof vest. I don't care. You could be out in wherever you could almost be you could be out policing a place that have got more sheep than people you're going to get a bulletproof vest really but you know a lot of police i just late don't want to put it on we have got a helmet of salvation right we have a helmet of salvation a part of this 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 teaching on intrusive thoughts is also for you to understand the power that you have, right, in Christ, really, to understand the power that you have in Christ. I'm going to say this. Since I've been walking in victory, I want to tell you this. I have had, I remember I told someone I was driving on I-95, I think it was when I was doing in-home therapy. I had some uh, clients in the New Bedford area, and I had these intrusive thoughts, just crash your car into this barrier, right? That was a joke to me because I knew I had the authority and the power to just laugh at that. Now, years ago, that would have been something I would have contemplated. You are going to get bad thoughts. Jesus got bad thoughts. Jesus, Satan came to Jesus. And not just in the temptation that we knew, that we know of, after that, it said that Satan waited for a more opportune time to come to Jesus. We know everything that happened in the life of Jesus isn't recorded in Scripture. In fact, Scripture even says Almost the world would not be able to contain it if we would have put down every single thing that occurred. But understand this. Here's the key to understanding this intrusive thought is authority. You have the authority. When scripture says meditate on those things that are good, noble, that's authority, meaning that you can. Here's what shouldn't happen anymore with intrusive thoughts it shouldn't happen where when a thought comes into your head 
that you think that you have to think it. No, you don't. No, you don't. It's just like a tune that comes in to my head. I don't have to sing it or hum it. No, I don't. I have the authority. You have the authority. Here's the most important. If there's any takeaway tonight, here's the takeaway. Who is in charge? The thought or the thinker? It's the thinker. The thinker is in charge. Who is in charge? The brick or the brick layer? The brick layer. It's important. The enemy has got us to think that, oh, if a thought comes into our head, you have to think it. I used to think that about suicidal ideation. Hmm. I've got to kind of contemplate this. Hmm. Yeah. No. Now you are in charge. Here's the thing that you are able to do. Have you ever seen, of course, we've all seen cops all the time redirecting traffic. You, because why does he redirect traffic? You won't see, I mean, a guy who just stands up, who's not a police officer and starts redirecting traffic will probably be arrested because he doesn't have the authority, right? Well, guess what? You can redirect thoughts. Understand that. In fact, actually, I'm going to say this. Not only you can, you should redirect thoughts. Because if that cop who is hired to redirect traffic just stands up and just talking to some of those workmen and doesn't jump in the road and, hey, you stop here, you go here, he'll probably be fired, right? You are called to redirect the traffic of your mind. You have been given the authority. Understand one thing. We are not fighting for victory. That is as ridiculous as for us to start saying we're fighting for World War II. We already won. It's already won. It has been done. It, it, it is done. It is finished. Here's what we are doing. We are just enforcing victory. That's all we are doing. We are enforcing that victory that Christ won on the cross. But we have got an enemy who is constantly trying to turn the tables on us. No, you didn't win. No, you didn't. You're still fighting for it. Here's the most important thing that we are to understand. We are fighting from it, not for it. It's a big difference. Fighting from it, not for it. you got to act like you know. A part of acting like you know, a thought comes into your mind. You can just mumble to yourself. I do not have to think this. I can redirect those thoughts. I can meditate on what I decide to meditate on. And you can. I know, believe me, my mind used to be bombarded. In fact, at one time, 
I remember how many times there, I think twice I've been to um, Niagara Falls. And I remember one time I had, the first time I went, had these thought uh, intrusions, when was that? Well, um, 2000, maybe 1999, I think it was. And wow, this would be nice to just crash my car over the barrier. And I felt like the water I was hearing was the way that my mind was just being flooded, just being flooded with thoughts. Let me tell you, now you have authority, folks. You do not have to be flooded. And don't wait to be flooded. As soon as that thought, that intruder comes into your mind, stop it. Because it's going to open the door to a lot of intruders. So stop it there. Don't wait for this mass deluge of thoughts, this mass intrusion. No, stop it right there and say, in Jesus' name, you're going to start using your authority now. Lord, you have given me the power, the authority over my mind belongs to you. I do not have to think this. And I'm going to say this too, is that what God wants us to do as believers he wants us to let the enemy and the forces that come with the enemy, all of the demonic forces, know who is in charge. Really, who is in charge? Who has that authority? It is important. At one time, Peter did not know who had the authority, and he he choked when he was accused. But look at that day on the day of Pentecost, all the religious leaders said, and you crucified him. Really, this was a man who didn't know his authority, a literal slave girl, you know, choking. And then he points to the religious leaders who had the authority and you crucified him. We have got to act like we know. Once you let one in, they will all come in. The greatest freedom you can have is the freedom of your own mind. A lot of people do not believe that they have the right to think the thoughts that they think. Yes, you do. And it starts right here, right now with the power of God, right here, right now, folks. We're going to do some prayer point. First prayer point is, Lord God, give me the grace to take possession of my mind, not 80%, not 90 100%, Lord God, 100% in Jesus name let's pray father we just thank you father we praise your holy name father we pray lord god that you will give me the grace to take full possession over my mind lord god to take possession over my mind lord in Jesus name amen oh, amen lord god 
give me the grace to keep possession of my mind. You know what comes to your mind? Squatting thoughts that come there. You know what squatting thoughts are? They're unwanted thoughts that want to stay in a place that they're not wanted. Squatting thoughts are people that have no authority, but they'll stay there for as long as you let them. That's what squatting thoughts are. So, Lord God, give me the grace to keep possession of my mind and to keep all squatting thoughts out of my mind. In Jesus' name, let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name. Father, we pray, Lord God, that you will give me the grace to keep possession of my mind and to keep all squatting thoughts at bay, Father, out of my mind, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, amen. Lord God, give me the grace to no longer act on thoughts that don't come from you. To no longer act on thoughts that don't come from you. We've all done it, but we are going to stop it, to no longer act. Yet when you are acting on thoughts that are coming from the enemy, you can't truly say that your life is your own. Well, your life is your own. Life belongs to God. But you're really saying, well, God, it really doesn't belong to you. I'm giving a piece of it to the enemy, really. So, Lord God, give me the grace to no longer act, no longer behave based on the thoughts that come to my mind, Lord. In Jesus' name, I want my life to be my own, Lord God, to only belong to you, just you and I, Lord God. In Jesus' name, let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name, Lord God. Father, I pray that you will give me the grace, Lord God, to no longer act on thoughts that do not come from you, Lord God. I want my life to be my own. Father, Lord God, to belong to you, Lord God, the only person, Lord God, to own my life is you, Father, Lord God, and I do not want to give up any of it to the enemy. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. You know, one great big intrusive thought is fear, is fear, because with fear, fear causes a very uh, um, mis, uh, misinterpreted response to things, exaggerated responses to things, or some confusion to things. So, Lord God, give me the grace to keep the intrusion of fear out of my mind, Lord God. Lord God, no longer let fear 
gate crush my mind, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name, Lord God. Father, I pray, Lord God, that that thought of fear, Lord God, let it no longer gate crush my mind, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord God, that thought of reckless behavior, no longer let that thought crush my mind. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord God. Father, I pray that that thought of reckless behavior would no longer crush my mind, Lord God. As the Lord puts these things on my mind, let's just pray them out. As, Lord God, as that thought of selfish behavior, Lord God, let that no longer gate crush my mind, Lord, in Jesus' name. Let that thought of resentment and revenge, Lord God, no longer gate crush my mind, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Let that thought of anger, Lord God, and rage no longer gate crush my mind, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Let that thought of unforgiveness, Lord God, and unkindness, Lord God, no longer gate crush my mind, Lord, in Jesus' name. Let that thought of deceit, Lord God, no longer gate crush my mind, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Let that thought of pride and greed no longer gate crush my mind, Lord God, in Jesus' name, let that thought of nasty behavior, covetousness, Lord God, no longer gate crush my mind, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Let that thought of dissatisfaction with my own life no longer gate crush my mind, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Let that thought of unbelief no longer gate crush my mind, Lord God, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. And here's, folks, I want you to do as well, is pray this, put this into your prayers of not letting these thoughts gate crush your mind. You know what you're establishing? You are establishing your authority, that you have the authority to not let the, to, for your mind to be a no-go zone to unwanted thoughts, okay? You don't have to think them. Remember, who is in charge? It is the thinker and not the thought, okay? Just like the bricklayer is in charge, the bricklayer and not the brick. So here's the caring call, and I'll pass it back to Sandy. Father Lord, I know I am a sinner, Lord God, I know you shed your precious blood, Lord God, and you died for me. And I know that the enemy, Lord God, blinded my mind, Lord God, but thank you for revealing your truth to me, Lord God. And I just accept you into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen.